CBS Sports Radio presents Eye on Fantasy Football. And now Alex Tanny is going to come in to replace Eli Manning. He gets a big hug and a standing ovation here at MetLife Stadium. Here's the snap out of the gun. Blouse pass. It's intercepted to the 30. Down the sideline to the 50-yard line. It's Murphy bunting to the 30, to the 20, to the 15, to the 10. Touchdown to the pick six. Phillip Rivers back to pass. He dropped the ball. Bouncing around. Up to the 35, the 30, the 25, the 20, 15, 10, 5. There he goes. Touchdown, Nick Chubb. Haskins is back. He steps up. He's hit. He tries to level the ball. It's picked up. Running with the football down the sideline is Branham. And Branham goes all the way into the end zone. Touchdown. It's over. Here are your hosts, Dave Richard and Heath Cummings. Two games down, one game going on, 13 to go, and all of a sudden you might need help at running back on your fantasy team. Don't worry. We're here to help you, and we're going to do it until midnight Eastern here on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome into Eye on Fantasy Football, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Dave Richard. I'm joined by Heath Cummings. We are senior fantasy writers for CBSSports.com. You've heard us on the Fantasy Football Today podcast. You've seen us on CBS Sports HQ, and now you can ask us your fantasy questions to help you win a championship in Week 16. And, Heath, I'll tell you what. If you have Deshaun Watson as your fantasy quarterback, those championship hopes that trophy, it's starting to fade away. He had a miserable game. DeAndre Hopkins had a bad game. Deshaun or uh, Jameis Winston didn't have a good game. It's ugly out there so far in week 16. Not a lot of studs coming through. It was a good day to avoid the Saturday games because even the Patriots and Bills were not much better than what you talked about. Devin Singletary, I guess, was okay for a little while, but mostly ended up with like four points. John Brown caught one pass. Thankfully, it was a 53-yard touchdown. It's been an (laughs) ugly day for fantasy production unless your name is Todd Gurley. Right. Todd Gurley, two touchdowns, and that's what's going on now in this game between the Rams and the 49ers. 49ers up 24-21. They just started the second half. We'll talk about that game as it moves on, and we can touch on the games that have already gone down, but really we're here to help you. 855-212-4227 is our number. And we're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making it better. Rocket Mortgage. Push button, get mortgage. Now, before we jump into the phone calls, before we help everybody out, just a quick rundown of some of the things that we want to do during the next two hours. Heath, I want to give everybody high upside sleepers, especially those fantasy managers that started Deshaun Watson correctly. You should have. There's no reason to sit Deshaun Watson against the Bucks. It stinks that it worked out the way that it did, but now your team's probably playing from behind. Maybe there's somebody out there that you can put into your lineup that can make you be a contender in Week 16, give you a chance to go ahead and, and win the league. We'll go over some of those players as the night goes on. And it's the holiday season, Heath. This is the time for gift-giving, and I felt like we should give a gift to the listeners tonight. So this is exclusive just to the radio show, Heath. I don't want you to publish this on Twitter. I don't want you to write a story about it. You and I are each going to give out a DFS cash game lineup that people can use in a 50-50 or in a head-to-head matchup for 10 or 20 bucks, and they can go on and stock their stuffing a little bit. Or stuff their stocking, I should stock say. Stock their stuffing. Stock their yes. I'm Jewish. What do you want yes. from me? But I think the cash game lineups will be fun. It'll give everybody a little extra money for the holidays. It's our Christmas bonus to you. 
And, of course, we will take your calls. But there's running back issues, Heath. Yep. In Tennessee, Derrick Henry was downgraded to questionable after not even being on the injury report. He, he wasn't even on the report. Practiced on Friday. And now he's questionable for his game against New Orleans on Sunday. Are you freaking out if you've got Derrick Henry on your fantasy team? I'm not freaking out, but I'm preparing. Um, listen, he's been battling a hamstring injury for the past two or three weeks. He didn't practice last week and then played just fine. So I still mm. expect Derrick Henry's going to play. It's not a great matchup against New Orleans. The nice, the good news of this situation is it's a 1 p.m. game on Sunday. So it's not like you have to wait until Monday night to find out if he plays more on that later. I do think if you have Henry, you should go make sure that Deion Lewis is not available. That's the easiest fix because if Henry's out, you can just plug Deion Lewis in. He'll do a little bit more in a passing game, not near as much on the ground. But there's some other guys available in nearly half of leagues. DeAndre Washington, Mike Boone, plenty of options if you want to go pick up a, a replacement option just in case. Hold that thought on Mike Boone, but if, if, if Derrick Henry's out, who do you prefer between Deion Lewis, who's done nothing for the last two seasons, he scored and last DeAndre week. Washington? He scored last week. Yeah, great. How many touchdowns has he had the last two seasons? I'd guess four. I, I would take the under on that. I feel like he's barely even touched the ball. I feel like he got paid this great contract after he had his huge year with New England, and then he did Bupkis since. He has three touchdowns in the last two seasons. Okay, well, it feels like none. I would go with DeAndre Washington over Deion Lewis. And yes. the Saints, for what it's worth, goodness gracious, their last five games, they've held running games to under three yards per carry. In four of them, three rushing touchdowns. I think you're hoping for Deion Lewis to score. If you start him, he would be an emergency replacement for me at best. Hopefully, Derrick Henry will play, and he'll be great. You know, 150 yards, two touchdowns. Is that too much to ask for Derrick Henry? I say no. But then we've got an even rougher running back situation in Minnesota. Dalvin Cook has been ruled out. We know that he's not going to get upgraded to play. He didn't even practice all week. But Alexander Madison, the rookie running back for the Vikings, ended up being questionable. He did practice on Saturday. The Vikings play on Monday. Mike Boone was the hot waiver wire ad. Amir Abdullah is back from the fantasy graveyard. Who do you trust in the Minnesota backfield, and, and what's the flow chart that you're using here between Alexander Madison, Mike Boone, and Amir Abdullah? If you don't have both Mike Boone and Alexander Madison, then I'm trying to make other plans at running back. I do think if Madison doesn't play, Boone can be a top 15 running back in non-PPR. He's a guy that does not have one single target this season. They trust Amir Abdullah more in the passing game. So even if Madison's out, I don't think you're going to see Boone catching a lot of passes. I don't have him projected for any catches at all. That's how many he has so far this season. He has mm -hmm. two in his, entire, in his entire career. Sure. But if Madison plays, we have no idea how the touches are going to be distributed, and I wouldn't feel comfortable really starting either one of them. Um, I... If I have both, I'm waiting it out, and I'm starting Boone if Madison's out, and I have no idea what I'm doing if they're both active. If, if Madison's active, I'm starting him. I'm just not going to play any games. I waited this long. I've got both these Vikings running backs. It's a great matchup against the Packers. Green Bay's run defense has been brutal pretty much all season long. If Madison's active, I'm going to go with him. And I think Mike Boone would be on the bench. And maybe Amir Abdullah would play in a passing role with Madison. But Madison's a good pass catcher, too. I'm just worried that they're not going to necessarily lean too heavily on him since he's coming back from an ankle sprain, potentially a high ankle sprain. I am nervous about using Vikings running backs in general. Yep. 
I would try and stay away from them. I'm, I've been moving Mike Boone lower and lower in my rankings. Who knows where he'll be by the time we get to tomorrow morning. All right, your phone calls, 855-212-4CBS. We're here till midnight. Dave Richard, Heath Cummings, CBS Sports Radio, Ion Fantasy Football. Let's win some championships. Chris in Sarasota, lead us off. Hey, guys, I just had a question. I got a bench, one running back in PPR. I got Chubb, Hunt, Washington, and Boone. Talked to Jamie last night. He told me to bench Washington. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, if we don't get more information on the status of Madison, there's really not much of a choice here. You're starting Chubb, you're starting Hunt, and you're starting DeAndre Washington, and you're just not going to wait it out on Boone. I agree 100%. It's because we just we don't know with Alexander Madison. Now, if he hadn't have practiced today and he was ruled out, I would go Boone over DeAndre Washington. I'm not a huge DeAndre Washington guy. I think the Chargers are going to steamroll the Raiders. But without that certainty, I'd hate for you to get to Monday and find out, oh, look, Alexander Madison's playing, and Mike Boone isn't. That's a zero in your lineup. I would sit Mike Boone. Let's move on with Ernest in Texas. Ernest, you are on CBS Sports Radio. Happy holidays, Cousin Dave. Ernest, what's up, cuz? Not much, not much. Just trying to get this championship done. So I just beat one. Uh, it's a uh, two-quarterback league. Uh, my other quarterback is some guy named Lamar Jackson or something like that. He's good. Uh, but I just think the best one then from uh, Matt Ryan or Ryan Tannehill. You have a great evening. Yeah, there are only three quarterbacks this week that I would start over Matt Ryan, and uh, one of them's already played, and one of them you have on your roster. So I'm starting Matt Ryan to go with Lamar Jackson. I agree 100%. I'm worried about this being a letdown game for Ryan Tanhill. I think the Saints' defense is great. I know they don't necessarily travel well, but if there's no Derrick Henry, that's the genesis of the entire Tennessee offense. Literally everything they do on offense is based off of their run game. And if it's Deion Lewis running the ball for Tennessee, oh. forget it. I have a hard time believing that they would score 14 points. I would feel much better about Ryan Tannehill if Derrick Henry was out. I'm going with Matt Ryan. That's an easy one. Andrea in Buffalo. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hi, guys. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, Andrea. Okay. Um, it's a PPR league. Um, I have um, four running backs, and I need two. Uh, Freeman, Mac, Drake, or Boone? Yeah, I'm starting Freeman and Kenyon Drake in PPR. If it was non-PPR, Marlon Mack would be my favorite of the group, but he has just not been used in the passing game at all all no targets since he came back i don't think the hand is fully healthy enough to catch passes or pass blocks so i'll go with freeman and drake but Heath, marlon mack has one of the best matchups on the board he's at home against carolina it seems like a bounce back spot for him does he need to catch a lot of passes if he's gonna get 20 carries and I, run for 100 yards and score a touchdown and have confetti thrown at him if he's going to run for 100 yards and score a touchdown, then no, he probably doesn't need to catch passes. But I don't have a guarantee he's going to do either. And I don't think – like, I'd like for him to catch one pass. DeAndre Devontae Freeman and Kenyon Drake pretty much have a three- or four-point head start on him. Sure. And I'm with you on Freeman. I'm a little worried about Kenyon Drake, who ever since he's been to Arizona, it's been, oh, my gosh, tons of touchdowns or nothing, next to nothing. Not a lot of catches. And I'm optimistic he could catch four passes on Sunday against the Seahawks. But I figure they're going to be trailing. Kyler Murray's going to have to throw. Drake's not going to have a good game. Even in a PPR, I will take Marlon Mack. 855-212-4227 is the number. Greg dialed the number, and now he's on CBS Sports Radio. Good evening, Greg. 
Hey, what's going on? What's up? Um, all right. Uh, full point PPR league. Um, I'm, I'm sitting Odell, that cup, and I'm trying to figure in the – I started pyramids, so but that worked out good. But nice. I'm trying to figure out in the flex position, um, should I go with Anthony Miller or wait and see what's up with Mike Boone? Yeah, again, and I'm probably going to say this a lot tonight, if we don't have new information on Alexander Madison, I'm going with Anthony Miller. The nice thing is that Miller plays on Sunday night. It seems like there's been a trend with these Monday guys that we don't have information on that we find something out midday Sunday, like during those 4 p.m. games. So I would just pay very close attention to the Twitter feed of Adam Schefter <laughs> and Ian Rappaport and see yep. if one of them tweets something about Madison. If we, if they if they indicate that Madison's probably not going to play, then I think you can just go ahead and play boom. But I like Miller a lot. He's a top 15 wide receiver for me in too. both formats. I think they'll be chasing the score against the Chiefs, and that Chiefs defense has been better, but it's not as good away from Arrowhead. And I just like the way that Anthony Miller has played now over the last four weeks. He's been running great routes. He's been getting open, good quickness. He makes one mistake a game and I'm willing to deal with that. It's almost like starting Jameis Winston, except today Jameis had too many mistakes and he cost his fantasy managers a lot of points. But Anthony Miller would be my pick as well. Quickly, let's go to Evialetta in Texas. Evialetta, what is up? Um, I have two questions. Uh, Dak or Tannehill or, and on running back, I have Kamara, but I, either uh, DeAndre Washington or Adrian Peterson. It sounded like she was going to say full point PPR. I'm going to take Dak. Or I'm going to take Tannehill over Dak. I'm a little worried about the shoulder for Dak Prescott. I'm going to take Dak over Tannehill currently. I don't think there's anything. Like, I think Tannehill's probably a little bit safer, but like you, I'm a little worried about a letdown against the Saints. I love Peterson in non-PPR this week. I'd actually go with DeAndre Washington in PPR. He got six passes the last time Josh Jacobs missed a game, and I do think that we're probably going to see at least four in this game. I think that could be the ceiling for DeAndre Washington. I'm I'm just concerned that they are going to trail and that he won't get the same type of, of numbers that he got the last time he played, which was against the Tennessee Titans. All right, more of your calls when we come back, along with some high upside sleepers. Let's fix your lineup if you're playing from behind. He's Heath Cummings. I'm Dave Richard. This is Eye on Fantasy Football on CBS Sports Radio. Don't go anywhere. We're going to help you win your championship. Keep it here for more Eye on Fantasy Football on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, yeah. When you want to win a championship, you just dial up anything from the Rocky soundtrack, and uh, you will feel it course through your veins. It's championship week in fantasy football land. Your league's trophy is on the line. Want to win it? You're listening to the right show. This is Eye on Fantasy Football, CBS Sports Radio. I'm Dave Richard. Heath Cummings is my co-pilot on tonight's show. Give us a call, 855-212-4227. And uh, you know what we'll do? We'll help, you, uh, we'll help you be competitive at the very least. And that toll-free line, it is 855-212-4227. It's brought to you by GEICO. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Before we answer phone calls, Ethan, there's a full bank of them here waiting for us. We need to deliver some high upside sleepers to the people who started DeAndre Hopkins, who started Devin Singletary. They need fantasy points bad. I'll give you one right off the top. 
Nicole Hardman of the Kansas City Chiefs, who has gotten it done every so often on one big play from Patrick Mahomes. But I think they are going to be able to do whatever they want against the Bears defense. Akeem Hicks not playing for Chicago. Maybe that helps Damian Williams, but he's not going to be on the waiver wire. McCall Hardman should be. He's available in more than 50% of CBS Sports Leagues, and you know his skill. It's speed. One big catch can help you out. I think if you're playing from behind, that's the type of receiver you need to plug into your lineup. Yeah, I like that a lot. I think when you're talking about sleepers, the first thing we should do is give the obvious guys because there are several guys still available in more than 40% of leagues. Sure. Anthony Miller is one of them. DeAndre Washington and Mike Boone are two of them. All of those guys available in more than 40% of leagues. Carrion Johnson is not a name that you think of when you think sleeper. He's available in 65% of leagues. He's been activated off the IR. He is going to lead the Lions' backfield. Now, it might be 13 or 14 touches. He might not get into the end zone, but he certainly has upside. And if Matt Patricia has it his way, they'll have a lead and they'll run the ball 25 times. And then <laughs> if we want to go really deep, I'll give two names on the same team, and it's Patrick Laird and Miles Gaskin. We've oh, been no. so excited. Dolphins, about running backs. We've been so excited about the passing games for Ryan Fitzpatrick and Andy Dalton this week. And then you go and you look at the forecast. And it's a 100% chance of rain basically all day here tomorrow. Winds In South Florida, yeah. steady yeah. at 15 miles an hour. Wind gusts at 20 to 25 miles per hour. This could very well be a situation where the damage is done on the ground. Joe Mixon obviously should have a huge day. But this Bengals defense is terrible against both the pass and the run. Uh. So I do think that there is some deep sleeper appeal with both Patrick Laird and Miles Gaskin. I I would have to be very desperate to start one or both of those guys. I think Laird and PPR makes sense. How does he rank versus a Boston Scott who's been giving you some decent PPR numbers lately? I would prefer Laird, okay. but it, I think that Scott and Laird are close. I think it's a very difficult situation. I'm in a PPR league. And I have both Patrick Laird and Mike Boone. And I'm going to have to make a decision tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern mm. if I'm starting Mike Boone or Patrick Laird. And I don't have anybody else as a backup plan for Mike Boone later in the day. I certainly don't have Alexander Madison. And PPR will be Boone's worst format. Yeah. So, I, so I'm going to struggle with that decision myself tomorrow morning. You're leaning with Laird. Look at that. Yeah. All right. Maybe we'll talk about more sleepers as the night rolls on. There's a receiver in Philadelphia that I happen to like a lot for DFS purposes. You won't find him in my cash game lineup, but Greg Ward has been playing well for the Eagles. All right. Let's get to the phones. Mark in Tennessee. Good evening, Mark. Hey. Hey. Uh, point PPR league. I've got Diggs, T.Y. Hilton, Taja Boyd. And Marlon Mack. How many do you need? One. One, Heath. Is it Tyler Boyd? Um, I would start Diggs over Boyd, especially with the weather concerns. If, if the weather was perfect in South Florida, there's no way I could resist Tyler Boyd with the amount of targets that he gets from Andy Dalton. I would think that he would be much better in PPR than Stephon Diggs. But Diggs does have a good track record against the Packers. Did catch a long touchdown from them earlier this year. It was his only catch in a seven-target game. I think Diggs is probably safer than Boyd if the weather does not cooperate. 855-212-4CBS is the number. 
Dustin in San Antonio, you've got a quarterback quandary. Hit us with it. Hey, guys. Um, I'm actually uh, – I've got a, a couple questions I'll try to get to here. Um, sure. It was uh, Dak Prescott and Ryan Tannehill. I, I heard you guys talk about that earlier, and you were split. But I also picked up Phillip Rivers on the waiver wire, so, uh, you know, between them. And then I've got pretty much all the options you could think of for the Monday night game. I've got Boone. I've got uh, Aaron Jones. Uh, then I've also got Washington, Le'Veon Bell. What do you do with DJ Chark if he plays? And then I've also got Adam Thielen in the mix in there, too. So – uh, what's your what's your best recipe for success with all those guys? I I do. If you're scared of Dak, I do like Rivers more than Tannehill. I still like Dak more than Rivers, but I think Rivers is much much safer against the Raiders. The only concern I, I really have with Philip Rivers is the last time he had one of those really bad games where he threw four picks. He had another one right after. Well, they didn't throw the ball more than 28 times for the next two games, and they talked about benching him. So I do worry against the Raiders. They could just run the ball and beat this team pretty easily. As far as DJ Chark goes, listen, the other receiver you mentioned was Adam Thielen. I'm not playing Adam Thielen. I don't trust his involvement in the offense right now. And again, I think it's a situation where Minnesota could run more than they pass. I'm just plugging DJ Chark right back in as as a starter. It's a good matchup. He is Gardner Minshew's favorite target. And if he plays for Jacksonville, he's going to be in my starting lineup. You mentioned the running backs. You said you had all the options on Monday night. You didn't say that you had Alexander Madison. If you don't have Madison, I'm trying to stay away from Boone still. But he did have Aaron Jones. I'm just starting him. I would start him, and I don't know how many people he needed. (laughs) He just ran down a whole list of names, and a lot of them sounded good. I like Jones a lot against Minnesota. I think he's going to get more work than he did last week. Jim is in Dallas. Jim, how can we help you this evening? All right, gentlemen, we got Tannehill or Mahomes, and we're facing Lamar Jackson, so we need to go big. Also, you just mentioned DJ Chalk. Do you go with him over McLaren with the Redskins? I wouldn't. I like McLaurin a lot. I like the matchup for McLaurin, and I like that he's been more involved. Seems to be connecting with Dwayne Haskins. Haskins has been playing incrementally better week after week. I would go with him. And I'm I'm going with Patrick Mahomes against the Bears. I'm I'm not really nervous about this matchup. I think Mahomes can put up good fantasy points, could get you close to 25 fantasy points. I would say, I'm not really feeling Ryan Tannehill. You're in agreement with me on both of these. We agree on the quarterback for sure. You're going to go with Chark over McLaurin. I would go with Chark over McLaurin. I, I know that Chark does put up good numbers with Gardner Minshew. I think this Falcons defense is going to come to play, and they've been a little up and down over the past, say, month or so, ever since their bye. But I think their pass rush is, is going to be challenging for Minshew, and I think Minshew was really gifted a good game last week. I'm nervous to go with Chark. I see him more as a flex. I see McLaurin even more as a number two fantasy wide receiver. I on fantasy football is back. All right, if the rest of this night works out for you and Sunday works out well for you and even Monday night works out well for you, that song will be in your mind. You should play it for yourself because you will be the champion of your fantasy football league. And if you need a little help to do that, that's what we're here for. This is Ion Fantasy Football. This is CBS Sports Radio. Our phone number is 855-212-4227. And I am Dave Richard. He is Heath Cummings. We're on Twitter. We're on social media. We've got Facebook pages, but we are most importantly on CBSSports.com. You can check our rankings, read our analysis, hear our advice. You can consider it. You can fade it. You could do whatever you want with it. 
But for now, you can listen to it and enjoy it, and you can also call us up if you've got a question for your fantasy team. I, I forgot to mention when we were talking about high upside sleepers, one of the easiest positions that you might be able to go to and replace with a unit that can give you some upside to help your team out is defense, DST. Heath, is, are there any DSTs on your radar that people could find on their waiver wire to uh, maybe give them a little extra boost this week? There are several. There oh. are several. The Indianapolis Colts are 51% owned. They have a matchup against a rookie quarterback in Will Greer, who I think will take some shots, but I think will also turn the ball over. Mm. The Chargers are 38% owned against the Oakland Raiders, and... It's quite possible that they will smack the Raiders around like you believe they are going to. They are my number one DST this week. And then my deep sleeper at 32% ownership, the Washington Redskins against Daniel Jones, one of the most turnover-prone quarterbacks in football this season. Uh, I I think that they're at home. I think they're going to win that game, first off. Vegas does, too. And I think Jones will turn the ball over a couple times. He usually does. He's good for about one fumble per game and probably one interception. I am concerned about the Washington secondary. I believe they have all second stringers and Landon Collins playing for them this week. But it shouldn't be enough. That To me, that doesn't make a big enough difference here. It's that Daniel Jones just makes so many mistakes. That offensive line doesn't protect him very well. I, I see where you're coming from with that, and I really do like the Chargers' defense against the Raiders. I think I think Oakland, if we can still call them Oakland, we might have to start calling them Las Vegas pretty soon, but you know who I'm talking about. The Raiders just seem to be coming off of a big emotional loss. I don't see what their motivation is to play hard against the Chargers. Could see that defense really step up. All right, back to the phones. Let's answer some calls. Let's help people out, Heath. Let's start with Todd in our nation's capital who's got a running back question for us. Todd, what's going on? Hey, guys. Uh, good to hear from you. Um, good to hear from you. Uh, so so I have a PPR question about uh, – actually, two questions. Um, Kamara, uh, bench one. Kamara. Uh, well, so Carson. far, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start Kamara. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Car- Kamara, Carson, or – Todd, you're killing me here. I, I, I think we're just going to go with Carson over Kamara. I don't know who the third guy is. Maybe the third guy is Mike Boone because every other call is going to be about Mike Boone. In PPR, you're not sitting Alvin Kamara unless the other name you were going to say was Miles Sanders. Sure, but Carson is a must this week, yep. and Miles Sanders should be a must as well. Uh, definitely a, a matchup where he should get the ball a lot against the Dallas Cowboys. Ian, in New York, you're on CBS Sports Radio. All right, gentlemen, it's a standard league. I need a running back, a wide receiver, and one flex. Uh, okay. From Devontae Freeman, Miles Sanders, Stephon Diggs, Keenan Allen, and Tyler Lockett. So, Miles Sanders would be the running back. Tyler, over, over Devontae Freeman? In non-PPR, yeah, for sure. Okay. For me. And I would actually take him in PPR as well. Um, for me, Tyler Lockett would be the wide receiver. And then I'd probably go with Freeman as the flex. Yeah, I think I'm with you. Uh, you got to use both of those running backs, I think. It's a non-PPR, and I think Lockett has the most upside of the three. I think Diggs is pretty good, but I just like Tyler Lockett against Arizona a little bit more. I think Seattle's in a get-right spot at home. 855-212-4227 is our number. Call us up. We'll help you out. That's what Dave did. Dave's in Colorado. He's got one of the best names in the world, and now he's on eye on fantasy football. 
That's right, Dave. Thanks so much, you guys, for your help all the season long here. Um, in the championship against Lamar and Michael Thomas, and I need some upside. Oh, no. So yeah. do I go with uh, Trubisky or Phil Rivers? And then a quick flex question. If you, if you guys choose Rivers, would I go with uh, Mike Williams in the flex for a PPR, or do I go with um, either one of the Minnesota running backs, uh, Boone or Madison or Kenyon Drake? Oh, sign me up for the Chargers. Uh, now, that being said, I, I think Rivers over Trubisky, I think that's easy when it comes to upside. Uh, I, th- I think Rivers has a better chance of putting up, let's call it 25 fantasy points. Drake might have more upside than Mike Williams in the PPR league, Keith. I'm, I might have to take a step back from, from the Chargers fandom here. Yeah, yeah, I would uh, absolutely go with Phillip Rivers and Kenyon Drake in that situation. So, Drake, the whole reason behind it is, I mean, you know what his upside is. It's multiple touchdowns, and in a PPR format, he could catch. I think he can catch at least four passes. Maybe he's got the potential to catch six or seven total 100 yards. The Seahawks' run defense isn't quite what it has been. I know they've allowed five touchdowns to running backs in their last three games. We know Bobby Wagner expected to play, but he's not at 100%. I think there's going to be opportunities for Kenyon Drake. He definitely has all kinds of upside. Darko is in Florida. Darko, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, how you guys doing? Um, just a quick question. Sure. Uh, standard league, uh, I have four running backs. I need three of them. I know I'm starting Chubb, and I have to start Le'Veon Bell uh, for the grudge match against the Steelers. Huh. Now I'm debating over Kareem Hunt or Boone, knowing that Madison – is unlikely to play, and Cook's already been ruled out. The only thing you said that I'm not comfortable with is that Madison is unlikely to play because all all I've seen is that he got his first practice in on Saturday, and they said that he was questionable for the game on Monday. If we hear something that says he is unlikely to play, then I would go with Boone over Kareem Hunt. But as things stand right now, if we get no new information before 1 p.m. on Sunday, I'm going to start Hunt. Now, that being said, I agree with you, certainly, 100%. Do you love Le'Veon Bell this week against his former team, the Steelers, especially in a non-PPR? I don't love him at all. I don't really even like him, but I do like him more than Kareem Hunt. I do, too, in a non-PPR. Yeah, well, yeah, I think in a PPR, I could get away with starting Kareem Hunt, who's giving sure. you at least 11 PPR points every single week. And it's a game where I figure the Browns are going to trail. Should be some good opportunities for Kareem Hunt to catch some passes. All I'm saying, Darko, is that I am not a huge fan of Le'Veon Bell. In this case, you should start him. But in other cases, we might tell people to sit Le'Veon Bell. 855-212-4227. That's our number. Dave Richard, Heath Cummings here with you until midnight Eastern, answering your fantasy football questions. And let's keep it going with Novell, who is in Olympia Fields, Maryland, asking a flex question on this Saturday evening. What's up, Novell? Hey, hey guys. I just want to say thank you to, uh, you know, Dave, Heath, Jamie, and sometimes Adam <laughs> for all your help this year. I appreciate it. I'm still in here and, um Three leagues made the playoffs in all seven of my leagues, but I'm still in, still alive in three. So, uh-huh. congratulations! But um, uh, in a full PPR league, uh, should I start Montgomery, Shepard, Washington, T.Y. Hilton, Boone, or Amendola? I need one full PPR. Okay, so a lot of names. I'm just going to skip over the ones that I know I'm not going to say yes to because I don't think Montgomery's the answer here. I don't think Sterling Shepard's the answer here. So DeAndre Washington. 
starting running back for the Raiders, T.Y. Hilton, everybody knows who he is, Boone, who could potentially be the guy for Minnesota, and Danny Amendola. Last week he was great in PPR, Heath. Where do you come out on this one? Yeah, I like Amendola quite a bit, but I would very easily start DeAndre Washington in this situation. He is my favorite, even if Boone plays in PPR, and we're not probably going to know much about Madison's status before Washington takes the field. So Washington will be my answer. I think he's going to be my answer, too. There is a part of me that does like T.Y. Hilton this week. I think last week he may have kind of knocked some rust off after missing some time. And and I think his playing time goes up. I think his targets were up last week, I know, but it's an easier matchup for him this week, and he's at home. I just I know that there's no upside for like an eight catch, hundred and ten yard, one touchdown type. They of just game. haven't used him the same this season as they did when Andrew Luck was their quarterback, and that's because Jacoby Brissett's not Andrew Luck. But his average yards per reception is down more in like the Julian Edelman type range, mm. and Hilton kind of has to score, and he might. I'm not. I, he might score, but you're betting on that if you're starting T.Y. Hilton. Novell, I think Washington is the safer way to go, and Amendola kind of scares me a little bit now that Carrion Johnson's been taken off of injured reserve and is expected to play against the Broncos. Daniel is in California. Daniel, you are on CBS Sports Radio. Yes, I have two questions, um, both non-PPR. Gordon or Bell in the other league, Connor or Washington? Yeah, Gordon over Bell by, by a very good margin. And in non-PPR, I'd actually start James Conner over DeAndre Washington. It's very, very close on that one, more of a coin flip. But I think that there is maybe just a little bit more opportunity for Conner to get into the end zone. Let's head to the Sunshine State. Mark is in Florida. Mark, you are on Eye on Fantasy Football. Hey, thanks for taking our call, guys. Uh, thanks for the help all year. I'm in two championships out of three weeks. All right, let's make it happen. Okay, epic word league against the old uh, manager who left. It's been an ugly breakup. The whole company, I have the whole company on my back, including my president, who doesn't have know anything about fantasy football. Text me this morning, said she's counting on me. So okay. the question is, I need two out of Adam Thielen, T.Y. Hilton, Metcalf, and Boone, and full PPR. Yeah, I'm going to go with Metcalf for sure. And I then agree. I and then I'm going to wait it out for Monday night. And if Alexander Madison is out, I'm starting Boone. And if Madison plays, I'm starting Thielen. I think you can get away with this for sure in a PPR league. Uh, I like your plan, and it means you're leaving T.Y. Hilton on the bench. I, I think if it were non-PPR, I think this would be a tougher call. And I'd almost lean toward T.Y. Hilton and not even worrying about the Monday night game. And there is a part of me that thinks that could even be the safer way to go, but it's that upside with Boone. It's hoping that he can get 15 carries, find the end zone, be that lead back for Minnesota. And we've seen the Vikings run the ball so well all season long. And it's such a good matchup. And Boone's got quick feet. He's a physical running back, even though he's not very big. I could see Mike Boone coming through. If he had 15 carries in this game, Heath, what do you think? 70 yards? Good chance at a touchdown. Might even catch a five-yard pass to give you an extra PPR nudge. Yeah, I I don't expect him to catch a pass. I'm hopeful he will score a touchdown. I've got him projected for 16 carries and 81 yards. Okay. So it's really, does he get into the end zone? And I think he's got a good chance to do it against the Packers. Uh, yeah, I don't mind your plan at all about going with Thielen or Boone, along with DK Metcalf, who's giving you double-digit PPR points, I want to say six of his last seven games. Okay. When we come back in hour number two, a few more sleepers, a few more sleepers, And then the stocking stuffer.
We are going to stuff your stocking, not stock your stuffings, with a DFS cash game lineup. I'm going to give you a hint. The league MVP is in my lineup. Now, if you know who the league MVP is, you already know one of the players, assuming that we all agree that he's going to actually be the league MVP. We're just going to have to wait and see to hear the rest. And you're giving me a smirky. I don't know if he's in your lineup for cash games this week. I couldn't afford him. No. Too rich for my blood. He is very expensive, and it's all about trying to find that extra sneaky player. But I think I've done it, and I think I've got a lineup that can help people in one of those 50-50s, a head-to-head matchup where you're one-on-one on one of the daily fantasy sites. We will help you out to hopefully put some little extra money in your pocket this fantasy football season. Heath, you liking the show so far? Oh, yeah. Are we rock and rolling? How many championships are you playing for? I'm playing for three, one of them against you. Yeah, I know one of them is against me. I believe you're winning. I'm currently – you're ahead, but I'm a favored. Oh, that's no good. I'm in three as well. It's been a disappointing past couple of weeks for me. I need Tyler Higby to keep catching passes. We'll watch the game together. We'll answer questions together. We'll win championships together. Heath Cummings, Dave Richard, another hour ahead. Eye on Fantasy Football, CBS Sports Radio. Eye on Fantasy Football is back. Hour number two, Eye on Fantasy Football, CBS Sports Radio. We are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making it better. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. Heath, it's time. It's time to give people a chance at easy money. Now, what radio show ever gives people this type of an opportunity? All right, A, a radio show giving away money? Well, we're not giving away money. We're giving away free advice to help people win money. Okay. You see, Heath has been a daily fantasy sports genius for years. I've been playing daily fantasy sports pretending to be a genius for years. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes... My lineups work out, and I, I get paid pretty handsomely. Yours do constantly. So I think that we should put our lineups out there and with this simple advice. Copy them or take the players that you like, and maybe you find a couple other players that you prefer over ours. Put them in a 50-50 lineup where you have to finish in the top half of all possible lineups. And if you do that, you double your money. And it's a little extra money for the holidays. Why not? So, Heath, why don't you hit me with your lineup on FanDuel, and then I will give my lineup on DraftKings. What if I told you that you could play Joe Mixon, who I think is the clear and obvious top value play in DFS this week? He's on my team. Leonard Fournette, who you don't don't really like as much as I do. No. Michael Thomas, the clear number one wide receiver. Julio Jones, the clear number two wide receiver. Austin Hooper, the best tight end on the main slate. All in the same lineup. Wow. Okay. Okay. I'm interested. You're going to play a Jacksonville stack to get this done, Dave. We're going with Gardner Minshew at quarterback. Oh, boy. Just 6800 Too cheap. I know, Dave, that you don't like Gardner Minshew, but in a cash game, what you want is a nice floor. And what Minshew has given you is at least 20 fantasy points in seven of his 10 starts in America Yeah. this year. Sure. You're getting Fournette and Mixon at running back. Your wide receivers are Michael Thomas, Julio Jones, and DJ Chark. How about that trio? Okay, Your okay. tight end is Austin Hooper. Yeah. Your flex, you got to go a little cheap at flex. you got all these stars in your lineup. Let's play DeAndre Washington, the starting running back for the Oakland Raiders in Week 16. 
Uh, do you have a defense? Not really. <laughs> okay. We're going to play the Cleveland Browns because they're the only defense oh, that fits no. with this. You were okay. just hoping that they happen to pick up a fumble or maybe they grab one interception. You just gotta need a little something something from them because we've got plenty from the rest of this lineup. You don't need much from Cleveland. All right, quickly run down the lineup one last time. for Gardner Minshew, Joe Mixon, Leonard Fournette, Michael Thomas, Julio Jones, DJ Chark, Austin Hooper, DeAndre Washington, and the Cleveland Browns. Okay, well, I do not have the Cleveland Browns defense in my lineup, but I do have Joe Mixon, who I think I agree with you. Easy, easy option, and he is 6,600 on DraftKings. He's going to be in my lineup. And I also have Austin Hooper at my tight end spot. His price has fallen on DraftKings to a very affordable 4,400, nearly had a touchdown last week. See, that's the side of the game that the Jaguars are in that I want to be on, Heath. I don't want to load up on Jaguars players. I want Falcons. So Hooper's going to be in my lineup, and so is Devontae Freeman. You already know who my quarterback is. I said so before our last break that Lamar Jackson was my quarterback. He's priced at 8000 most expensive quarterback in the game. He's going to be worth it. He's giving you three times value, at least 24 points on DraftKings, seven of his last eight games. So that's a nice, safe floor. I'll take that at quarterback over Gardner Minshew. DJ Moore, Tyler Boyd, Mike Williams, those are going to be my receivers. They're all kind of priced real close together. They're all between 5000 and 7000 bucks. I think they're all going to be worth it. I especially expect a lot of catches from Boyd and Moore. My flex is your flex, DeAndre Washington. I couldn't avoid it at 4000 And the defense is the Falcons. So, yes, three Falcons. I'm playing against the Jaguars and Leonard Fournette and Gardner Minshew. I don't want them. I'm taking those Falcons. My lineup, one more time, cash game lineup that I will play myself, and I hope you do too, on DraftKings. Lamar Jackson, Joe Mixon, Devontae Freeman, DJ Moore, Tyler Boyd, Mike Williams, Austin Hooper, DeAndre Washington of the Raiders, and the Falcons defense. Let's go win a little bit of cash this holiday season. All right, back to the phones. The number is 855-212-4227. Brandon's in Texas. He's got quarterback questions and running back questions. Don't go on overload on me, Heath. Let's help Brandon out. Brandon, what's going on? Okay, so quarterback, I've got either Matt Ryan or Ryan Tannehill. I'm going to do have A.G. Brown. And then running back, either Devontae Freeman or James Conner, uh, one-point PPR. All right, we don't have to go on overload here because I think this is pretty easy. Just play the Falcons. Matt Ryan's a top-five quarterback for me this week. I think that game in Atlanta is going to turn into a shootout, and Devontae Freeman will benefit because he's good in the passing game. And even if they get a lead and Jacksonville can't score like Dave thinks, then Devontae Freeman will be even better because he's going to run the ball 20 times. I moved Freeman into my top 12 at running back this week. I think he's going to be very good, and Matt Ryan's a top-10 quarterback for me. So I agree with you, at least on the Falcons' side, that they're going to be able to put up points. Not sure Jacksonville will, though. Andrew is in Washington. Let's go back-to-back with Washington calls. Let's start with Andrew first. Andrew, what's going on? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, So I have um, three starters, um, McLaurin, DJ Moore, and A.J. Brown. I'm curious as to how A.J. Brown is affected by Derrick Henry playing or not. So I also have um, Boone or Alexander Madison. Yeah, I would just stick with A.J. Brown. The reason I said earlier, and I, I know, Dave, you were concerned if Henry plays, what that would do for Tannehill. Sure. What I think that would probably do to the Titans' offense, if Deion Lewis is their primary running back, it's going to be more passes. 
And so I think that would be yes. a very good thing for A.J. Brown. He's a top 12 wide receiver for me this week right now. I would not lower him without Derrick Henry. I think you just stick with the guys you got. I got to tell you, I'm a little nervous about all the love that we're giving the Titans this week because I think this is a tough matchup. I think that A.J. Brown will see a lot of Marshawn Lattimore. But that being said, A.J. Brown has played so well three of his last four games. I just have a hard time sitting him down. I think there's too much upside, too much potential. I don't even want to mess with that Minnesota Hornets nest. I don't want anything to do with those running backs when I've got somebody like A.J. Brown that I can go with. I told you that we were going to stay in D.C. We got Todd back on the line. We missed you earlier, Todd, but I'm happy to have you back on. Todd, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Dave. Uh, thanks again. Um, sure, sure. I had technical difficulties, but uh... – uh, yeah, my, my question is, uh, I have a PPR. I've decided between Kamara, Eckler, and... Carson. Carson, yes. Uh, okay. Now, you need two of those guys or one of those guys? Uh, two of those guys. All right. Kamara's been playing poorly. Is this a spot where you would sit him in PPR? Because I think Chris Carson's a must against Arizona. Uh, this is a spot where I would sit him in PPR and non-PPR. Yeah. I would start Austin Eckler over him in both formats, and so I would go with Eckler and Carson. And here's the thing. like Eckler has been playing better over the last, I don't know. Entire season. I, pretty much you could say the entire season, but when's the last time Kamara scored? Is it week three, week four, sometime around then? So literally October, November, December, Alvin Kamara, no touchdowns. I think he's eventually going to score. It's bound to happen. I mean, the odds say so. And this could be the week where he does it. But Eckler has had some monster games. I think the PPR potential with him is huge. And you got to go with Carson. I'm sitting Alvin Kamara the, in my championship game. And the thing is, like, I, I'm always the guy that says, well, he, yeah, he's got all these yards and no touchdowns. He's going to score. Alvin Kamara has fewer total yards than Austin Eckler does this it's season. It's amazing. He has fewer catches than Austin Eckler does. Austin Eckler's just flat out been better. And within the next week here on CBSSports.com, we're going to begin revealing our top 10 lists for 2020 because we never stop with fantasy football. We're dedicated to the game. And we, Heath and I have talked off the air about where Austin Eckler will rank in 2020. Are you giving, I don't want to, I don't want you to tell me where you ranked him because everything's going to change between now and when this comes out. But is he someone who you would consider as a top 12 running back in 2020? Oh, absolutely. I think my assumption right now is that Melvin Gordon is not going to be on the Chargers. Austin Eckler is going to be on the Chargers. He's been a top three running back this season. He's going to be sharing likely with Justin Jackson next year. So I think uh, he's in consideration for me as possibly as high as a top seven running back. Wow. That would, and that would probably mean a second round pick on Austin Eckler? Yeah. Wow. No, I, I don't think I've got him that high, but I see where you're coming from. And I think the Chargers see it too. He's a restricted free agent this offseason. Chargers contender him at the first-round level. It will make him nice and rich for the 2020 year. He'll be motivated to play well, to try and earn a massive contract, and I don't think he'll hold out like Melvin Gordon did. I'm excited about Eckler's prospects. I just don't know if I'm ready to take him in the second round of my fantasy draft. Sean is in Boston. He's got a running back question, and he's on CBS Sports Radio. Sean, what is up? Hey, how's it going? Uh, thank you for taking my call. I had a couple questions. Um, well, main question, RB question. Yes. Adrian Peterson, DeAndre Washington, or Minnesota running backs. And also, if you could do the uh, defense question, uh, Denver or Baltimore. 
So I would go with Baltimore against the Cleveland Browns. They've, Same. They've been awesome. Uh, at running back, I think it really, like if you only need one of those guys, I think it comes down to format. I would prefer Adrian Peterson over both Washington and Boone in non-PPR. In PPR, I'd go with Washington. I, I kind of like AP this week, and I'm not going to say that he's a slam dunk start, but I kind of I've seen him catch a couple of passes each week. I like the matchup against New York enough, and I know that he's going to get the type of work. And Washington does make me a little bit nervous. If I knew for sure that Boone was going to play, I think I'd go with Boone ahead of all of them. But since I'm not sure, and I'm I don't know what your running back situation is for, as far as Vikings go, Sean, I kind of like AP. I, I think he can have an, actually a pretty decent game. 855-212-4227 is the number. Jovan in San Antonio is on Eye on Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. My first time calling in. I just had two questions for you. Yes, sir. Half PPR league. Uh, for my tight end situation, I have Hunter Henry or I have Hollister. Um, Wilson um, is my quarterback. I don't know if that makes a difference. And it doesn't, but that's a good quarterback for your fantasy squad. Absolutely. So it's a little bit of a stack there. And then for my second question, I have four running backs and two slots. I have Gordon, Boone, Washington, and Aaron Jones. And then would you play any of those leftovers over DJ Chark in the flex? So I'm going to start Gordon and Aaron Jones. Sure. And in half PPR, even if Alexander Madison was ruled out, I would stick with Jones over Mike Boone. So I'm just going to start Gordon and Aaron Jones, and that's the way I'm ruling out. I, I'm scared of Hunter Henry because of his recent production, but I cannot start Jacob Hollister over Hunter Henry with a fantasy championship on the line. Same, especially when Henry's going up against the Raiders. And I would prefer Chark to those other running backs at your flex. That's where I'm having a hard time. Because I, I think that I, I think that there might be a little bit more upside with Boone than there is with Chark, and it's a half PPR, so I don't think that necessarily helps Chark out a ton. But I do think he's probably the safest way to go. So if there's no report on Alexander Madison, nothing out there Sunday morning that says he's definitely not playing, I think you just go with Chark and you call it a day. Let's quickly, quickly – no, let's not. Adam in Cincinnati is going to have to hang out for a minute or two because when we come back – more of your phone calls, and uh, let's react a little bit to what we've seen today in these Saturday games. We're coming down to the finish with a great one between the Rams and 49ers. Heath Cummings, Dave Richard, this is Eye on Fantasy Football on CBS Sports Radio. Eye on Fantasy Football is back. Oh, man, this music gets me pumped. Let me just set the scene for everybody out there listening. Just imagine... You're through the Saturday games of Week 16. You're in your fantasy championship, and the site that you play on, you know how it projects who's going to win. It gives you a percentage of what your odds are. It's exactly at 50-50 going into Sunday. That music gets you fired up for a big Sunday of action, and that's exactly the situation that Heath Cummings and I are in. We have 50-50 odds in our fantasy championship game in our IDP league. And yeah, uh, I'm, I, I'm rising up. It's a big game. I'm the Straight returning to the champion. Top. You're the returning second place team. Yeah, I, I don't really Both want to talk about that part. Looking to repeat our successes from last year. Yeah, uh, and hopefully it's my turn. So this is a, a, a fabled IDP league. We've had analysts from other sites uh, in this league for a long time. 
I, this league started in 2002. Heath, you were probably in junior high school in 2002. Uh, I, I know that I'm an old man. I've, I've been doing this for a long time. I've never won the league. And last year I thought I was going to win it. You didn't. You beat me. I did. I hopefully will get that chance. George Kittle's touchdown in the 49ers 34-31 win over the Rams was huge for me. All right. More of your fantasy questions. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, 855-212-4227, is brought to you by GEICO. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Quickly get through the phone calls with Chris in Abilene, Texas. Chris, you're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, guys? Um, man, I got one running back and one uh, slot to fill, and um, Kareem Hunt, Philip Lindsay, or uh, AP for the running back, and then uh, Thielen, Anthony Miller, um, T.Y. Hilton, PPR League for the, uh, the flex. Okay, and it's PPR for both, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to go with Philip Lindsay over Kareem Hunt and Adrian Peterson. I really like the way that matchup looks for him against the Lions. They could be starting as many as three backup linebackers there. Uh, I'm excited about the way that Denver runs the football, and I think Lindsey's going to get a chance. And I'm going with Anthony Miller as the flex for Chris. What do you say? Just exactly the same. No disagreement whatsoever. Gabriel is in Washington. Gabriel, you are on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, guys. Hey, I, uh, I'm not 50-50 in my matchup. I'm actually down by uh, 15 points. Uh, thanks to Hopkins putting up seven for me. So if you could, I've, I've got a two-part question. I've got a running back and a flex. Uh, I'd like you to pick two, and then I've got a couple of defenses I'd like you to pick from. Um, so for the for the running back and the flex, I've got Kamara, Mack, and, and then uh, the flex part would be Boyd and then either Boone or Madison. Uh, the defense, Minnesota, the Chargers, or the Redskins. You know I'm going to come out on the Chargers when it comes to the defense. Gabriel, did you tell us if this is PPR or not? Oh, sorry. It's a 12-team PPR. Okay. So that that does make a difference when it gets to some of these plays. Like Tyler Boyd over the Minnesota running backs. I would just take him and not even worry about the Minnesota run game there. In a but PPR would you take league. Tyler Boyd over Marlon Mack? Because he had Kamara and Mack for a running back spot. I would start Kamara over Mack, but I'd start Mack over any of those flex options. I do think Mack has some good potential. I think he could potentially, like I said earlier, 100 yards and a touchdown I think is on the table for him. But I think Tyler Boyd can score too. This one might come down to the weather. And we know that it's supposed to rain pretty badly in South Florida for that Bengals-Dolphins game. If the wind and rain are bad and it looks bad at about, let's call it 12.30 Eastern time, I'd go with Kamara and Mack. But if it's sunshiny and a perfect day, I think Andy Dalton has his way against this defense, and I would sit Mac. I would go with Kamara and Tyler Boyd in a PPR format. Bobby is in San Francisco. Bobby, your Niners just won. I hope you're happy about that, and I hope we can help you win your fantasy league. I appreciate it. So I got uh, QB, Dak Prescott, or Kyler Murray, and then also at my flex half-point PPR, I have Philip Lindsay or Mike Boone. Yeah, you're going to – I'm going to start Dak over Kyler Murray. I don't hate Kyler this week. And think Where do you have a, him ranked? Uh, 14th. Okay. But, but Dak's still a top-10 quarterback for me. And the running back situation, like, that could be close if we knew that Madison was out. 
But with uh, with that uncertainty, I can't start Boone. I agree. I'm with you 100% on this one. I think Philip Lindsay. I just got done talking about it before with Chris's phone call. I think Philip Lindsay has a chance for a really big game. And Kyler is just someone I'm not ready to trust playing at Seattle. I'll go with Dak Prescott in the injured shoulder, and hopefully he comes out just fine. I hope you're ready, Heath. Pat from Ohio is on the line. What is up, Pat? What is up, fellas? Yeah. Let's kick it. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. I defer. The guys are you guys are the greatest for sure. You guys are the best. Got me feeling like King Kong banging on my chest. Playing in two championship games. Here's a little story. Have you ever had a player that you thought was great, but when it came to draft him, you wanted to the way? Oh, girly, you got what I need. But you say it's just your need. Now you're playing on the other team. So what's your Perry man got to do with me? I ain't trying to hear that. See, I got FFT. In the system of survival, you're the cream of the crop. Got me rising to the top. It's the eye on a fantasy football show. And if I was to say to you, I couldn't get much higher, you know I would be a liar. So let's set the night on rapid fire. I don't want a lot for Christmas. I don't care about the presents under the tree, nor do I want a place in two or three. All I just want to do is for my wish to come true. All I want for Christmas is to win two fantasy football championships. Two quarterback league, Andy Dalton or Daniel Jones. My lucky charm is where the A.J. Green and pick up Richard Penny and all your Sunday long, you'll have Andrew Luck. Always thank you for your time. I'm finished with my rhyme. Happy Christmas and Merry New Year. Have a lovely evening. Thank you, Pat. And so uh, in that amazing rap that he does every week, he does have a question of Andy Dalton versus Daniel Jones as a 2QB. I think we'd agree that Andy Dalton would be the, the one Andy to go with. Andy Dalton's the better player. I don't know that I like Andy Dalton quite as much as you do this week, and generally it's the other way around. I'm I know it's Andy weird. I feel weird. But um, he's really not been very good in his last couple outings. No. And this weather doesn't look very good for tomorrow. So if the weather's bad, I'm I'm going to sink Andy Dalton. But I I'll just still have him over it. Daniel Jones. I think I will too, just because Daniel Jones has been a nightmare and just too many turnovers. But, man, the Dolphins just can't put the pass rush on anybody. Their secondary is so brutal. And I think Andy Dalton would have a chance if the weather was okay. Maybe it'll just be a light drizzle, Heath. Maybe it won't be, you know, cats and dogs raining down at at Sun Life Stadium. I think Andy Dalton would be good. I would pick Andy Dalton here. If the weather is absolutely terrible, Pat, uh, I don't know. You're, You're probably just... Not going to get good numbers there either way. Eye on Fantasy Football is back. Sunday, the NFL on CBS features teams making their final push toward the playoffs, with many of you seeing a clash in Cleveland with the Ravens and Browns or Pittsburgh against the Jets. It all starts with the NFL today at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific on CBS. You see the NFL teams... They're going for the playoff push, but you're in your fantasy league and you're in the end of the playoffs. A lot of people, there are some people that play into week 17, right, Heath? Yeah. Yeah, but most people, they do it in week 16, the championship game in week 16, because there aren't a lot of teams that like to sit players uh, in week 16 because nothing's really locked up and clinched then. Week 17, 
yeah, if Baltimore wins, for example, on Sunday against the Browns, and that game will be on CBS, you could see that uh, that that the Ravens will sit their guys into Week 17. So that's just something to keep in mind, and that's why you have your fantasy championship in Week 16. That voice you heard was Heath Cummings. This voice you're hearing is Dave Richard. We are the hosts of Eye on Fantasy Football here on CBS Sports Radio. We've got another 20 minutes or so. Give us a call, 855-212-4227. You know, one player that we might not see in Week 17, Heath Cummings, is Todd Gurley. Rams just lost. They are eliminated from the NFC playoffs. They cannot make it. They are out. So I wonder if the Rams are going to rest Todd Gurley in Week 17. And it just kind of begs this further question. Did Todd Gurley have a good year for where people drafted him in fantasy football? And real quick, I'll run down the numbers that he had this season. And there were plenty of touchdowns. He scored a total of 12 on the ground. But he only had 789 yards on 203 carries. Now, in the passing game, I don't know what you were expecting this year in that regard, but I don't think he really came through the way he has in the past. Had two more touchdowns, so that's 14 total, and then 186 yards on 29 grabs. Was it a successful year for Todd Gurley if he is indeed done and not playing into Week 17? I think he's going to finish right about where he was drafted. Coming into the week, he was at at the number 12 running back. He scored a couple touchdowns in this game despite not having a good yardage total. So sure, he didn't give you really any surplus value, but he was fine for what you paid for him. I just I hate the fact that he didn't get you a thousand total yards. Yeah, fell just short of it. Was really close, but I, I would have liked to have seen him get there. The touchdowns more than made up for it. That really saved his. Uh, that really saved I mean, his value. You were a lot better off drafting him than you would have been Saquon Barkley or Alvin Kamara. You know that's really true because those guys they didn't get you a lot of yards, nor did they get you a lot of touchdowns. So you're right, Todd Gurley was better than them. All right, let's get to the phones. Let's help people win some championships. Let's start with Samantha in Texas. Samantha, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Happy holidays, guys. Um, flex question. T.Y. Hilton, Jameson Crowder, Sterling Shepard, or Jared Cook? What's the format, Samantha? A P, uh, full PPR. I'm leaning towards going with Jamison Crowder. If you want to have any success at all passing against that Pittsburgh defense, you do it with the slot wide receivers. Doesn't sound like Demarius Thomas is going to play, and Sam Darnold has leaned on Crowder from time to time, so I'd go with Crowder. I do think it's going to be hard for the Jets to run the ball in the game, and we know that they're starting to thin out as far as passing options, reliable ones for Sam Darnold, and I think that played out last week. Again, there's a part of me that likes T.Y. Hilton, though, and I think T.Y. Hilton does have some potential to have a good game, but I think in a full PPR, Crowder is safest, so I agree with you on that one. Trevor in Georgia. Trevor, you are on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. Appreciate you taking my call. Uh, I have a question for my flex. Currently have Boone in uh, in my flex. Also have Madison in case that happens, and Thielen in case that uh, they do both play. Uh, I can go to Thielen in that scenario. But wondering if I stick with that situation or if I would play either uh, Connor or Bell instead of those uh, full PPR. Yeah, I would probably play James Connor, but 
I don't think there's anything wrong with sticking with that situation. I'm just not sure in a full PPR, I'm not going to want to start Adam Thielen over Connor, and I'm not sure I'm going to want to start Mike Boone over Connor, even if Madison was out in full PPR. So I would just start James Connor. Uh, I agree with you 110%. I think James Connor is the safer and better way to go. And poor Le'Veon Bell, you want to talk about disappointing running backs, and, and we kind of saw it coming with Le'Veon Bell once he signed with the Jets. But he, like Todd Gurley, definitely did not have the type of year that people are used to seeing. I wonder where he's going to go in fantasy drafts in 2020. Stick around on CBSSports.com in the coming weeks. You're going to find out where we've got him ranked for those for the upcoming year. Okay, Ryan is in St. Louis. Ryan, it's CBS Sports Radio. What's going on? Hey, uh, full-point PPR start two of these. One has to be a wide receiver. Amari Cooper, A.J. Brown, Christian Kirk, Marlon Mack, DeAndre Washington, either Mike Boone or Alexander Madison, or Mark Andrews. So A.J. Brown's the wide receiver that I'm starting. I'm not starting Mark Andrews. I'm not starting one of the Vikings. So I think it comes down to who was the other wide receiver, Dave? Amari Cooper was one of the ones he named, and that's who I'd go with. But let me give you the full list here. Amari Cooper, Christian Kirk, Marlon Mack. I would go with Marlon Mack. In a full PPR. In a full PPR. I'm Over just, Amari Cooper. I, I, I'm pretty worried about Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup more. Like, I'm not starting Gallup, but I don't have Cooper rank like I normally do. Why? Uh, Dak Prescott's got a shoulder concern, and I just have a little – I think this is going to be a low-scoring, ugly game. I'm – I'm a little nervous about them for a different reason. Like, I understand that the shoulder is definitely a problem for Dak Prescott, which is why I've got him outside of my top ten quarterbacks. I think the Cowboys realize that if they've got any shot of being anything in the playoffs and even making the playoffs at this point, they've got to ride Ezekiel Elliott. And that's what they did last week. And Ezekiel Elliott was pretty darn good, man. He he, he led that offense. Dak Prescott had an okay game. I think Amari Cooper is probably the one I'm going to go with anyway here because I think push comes to shove. I think Philly puts points on the board, and Dak's going to have to throw to get them back into it, and that Eagles secondary is just so, so bad. Uh, I'd go with Cooper and A.J. Brown, but we do agree on A.J. Brown. Brian in Long Island. What's up, Brian? Hey, guys. Good evening and happy holidays. Uh, Same to you. Derek, Derek Henry grabbed that questionable tag this afternoon. What do you think about tomorrow using DeAndre Washington over him? As long as Derrick Henry is active, and the nice thing is his game is three hours before Washington, so you'll know this well in advance. As long as Derrick Henry is active, I can't see going away from him as good as he has been this season. Washington's a good backup option if you find out that Henry's not going to be able to play, but if he's active, you play Henry. O'Bron in Ohio. What's going on? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Hey, uh, watch your show all year. You guys have helped me to... uh... A championship a uh, uh, couple weeks here, and I need, need to, I have a question. Um, tonight I, I actually played Gurley, which I uh, put him in last second, got me 16 points, so that was nice. a good thing. But uh, but I need uh, a wide receiver. Um, I have Ezekiel Elliott as my RB1, and I have Michael Thomas as my wide receiver one. I'm looking for a wide receiver two and a flex. I can play Amari Cooper, Sterling Shepard, or uh, Allen Robinson as my wide receiver, too. And then I can play either David Montgomery, uh, Devontae Freeman, Mike Boone, or Damian Williams as my flex. 
What's your I, thoughts, fellas? Yeah, I've got Robinson as a top five wide receiver this week, so that's a pretty easy one for me to pick at wide receiver. And then I think we will agree. I don't know. I'm going to go with Devontae Freeman over Cooper. I'm going to go with that route, too, because I like that matchup that much for Devontae Freeman against Jacksonville that he should be able to put together a lot of carries, handful of catches, and find the end zone. <clears throat> and, and and your favorite part about Allen Robinson is what? It's just his target volume in a game where I think they're going to be playing from behind and his production so far this season. You look at Allen Robinson for a majority of the year. He's been a number one wide receiver, ranks 12th right now on a per game and overall basis. So I just think he is a number one wide receiver once again. Okay, so let's talk about the Vikings running backs one last time. If if Mike Boone, if it comes out that Alexander Madison is out, your projection for him, I think you said it earlier, was right around 80 yards and a touchdown? 80 yards and hope for a touchdown. I don't project him to catch any passes. I have him at about 16 carries, no targets, no receptions. And uh, what do you have for Amir Abdullah then? Uh, he is right around five or six carries and then a, a, a couple of targets as well like I think you're probably looking at somewhere around 25 touches between the two of them the real key is going to be what the Vikings defense does against Aaron Rodgers because it's a bad bad situation for Mike Boone if Rodgers puts up a couple of early touchdowns and this turns into one of the games where the Vikings actually have to pass and do you have Rodgers ranked as a top 12 quarterback this I week because I do not. not yeah you know I I feel like it's been a different type of year for Rodgers. A bad one. Well, I mean, I didn't want to come out and exactly say that, but I feel like Aaron Rodgers, he turns it on when he needs to, and this could be a game where he does need to turn it on, but I don't have a lot of faith in his receiving core outside of Devontae Adams. I'm a little worried about the offensive line protecting him in this game. I think the Vikings are going to be fired up. Mike Zimmer has had his number. Five meetings with Mike Zimmer as the head coach of the of the Vikings. Only once has Aaron Rodgers been better than 20 fantasy points in the game. So I, I'm, I'm concerned about Aaron Rodgers. I think Cousins could actually have a better game than Aaron Rodgers. And the running game there, I, I'd love it if Alexander Madison – I'd love it if we got a report that said Alexander Madison's going to play, his ankle's fine. I think he'd be a candidate to have numbers close to what Dalvin Cook has put up for the majority of the season, which is close to – 100 total yards and a touchdown. I'd be really excited if Madison got to play. Yeah, I just don't think we could have any confidence in what percentage of the workload Madison's going to get. He's had one partial practice this week, and that was on Saturday. It was the first time he was able to take the practice field in two weeks, and he's dealing with an ankle injury. And so, I, again, I think you're probably in a better situation if you have those Vikings running backs, if you have a, a, an option that's even close to as good as what we would project for them just go ahead and start your Sunday option okay and Derek Henry last week wasn't a great week for him and there were times where the cameras spotted him on the bench when he wasn't in the game and he had a wrap around his his leg and clearly he's got a hamstring issue that uh that that's slowing him down what's your projection for him now following the questionable tag I've not really changed it much yet we'll see what we hear in the morning but like last week as disappointing as it was, he ran the ball 21 times. He got one target. He picked up 86 yards. The main difference between what he did in that game and what he's done most of the season is that he didn't reach the end zone. 
But if they're going to give it to him 21 times again this you week, have to, I'm going to right? start him. So if he's active, he's starting. Period. Okay. And if Deion Lewis gets the opportunity, you're probably not looking for as much work from him and certainly not as not the type of numbers that Derrick Henry normally Well, there up. won't be as much work in the running game, but it, it could be a real opportunity in PPR. I mean, we saw him last week get into the end zone on a catch. I could see them going a little bit more pass-heavy than they did and and there were a few times last year where he actually did pop and get over 100 total yards i think he'd have an opportunity at close to 20 touches and he would be by far the most likely titans running back to score take me to tight end jacob hollister has a great matchup against arizona the cardinals have allowed the most fantasy points by far of any defense against tight ends how how much do you trust hollister this week I don't really trust him, but he's not a bad option if you don't have a good tight end. Like, I hope you played Tyler Higby over him. Sure. Um, I, You know, over the last couple of weeks, he has seven combined catches for 57 yards. He does not have more than 44 receiving yards in a game since week 10, and he's only done it once all year long. So he's a touchdown or bust tight end against a defense that gives up a ton of touchdowns to tight ends and gave up a touchdown to a Seattle Seahawks tight end. When they played earlier this year, it wasn't Hollister, it was Will Disley. But he's he's really a touchdown or bust guy. And if I could give one last piece of advice to everybody playing in Week 16 that's got a lineup decision, don't overthink it. Pretend it's Week 1 or Week 7 or whatever and make the decision just as you would then. People tend to overthink this time of year because it's the championship. So much is on the line. There's only so much you can control. These players play in the NFL for a reason. They're on your team for a reason. The ones that you trust the most are the ones that should be in your fantasy lineup. Now, if you like what you heard tonight for the last two hours here on CBS Sports Radio, there's a podcast that goes into the details of fantasy football every day during the season, three days a week during the offseason. It's called Fantasy Football Today. Download it, subscribe it, and enjoy it. Heath Cummings is on it. Me, Dave Richard, I'm on it, along with the others here at CBSSports.com. That's going to do it. Hopefully everybody's ready to dominate in week number 16. Big props to our producers, Ryan Hickey and James Baccioni, Pete McCarthy on the updates. More to come here on CBS Sports Radio. Everything popping in the world of sports. Don't go anywhere. And good night. Good luck in your fantasy leagues. Win some trophies in week 16.